three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is the real pineapple. And this is your humble host, Hunter. Uh, now that I've offended anyone who is English, uh, <laughs> to let you guys know, I've got a review here for Enola Holmes, which is the new Netflix film, which stars uh, Millie Bobby Brown, of course, of Stranger uh, Stranger Things fame, and Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. Which can we just say? What a hilarious casting that is. I mean, there, there are a couple heroes in this movie. One of them is that shirt that Henry Cavill is wearing because it felt like he filmed this right after The Witcher because that shirt is just holding on for dear life. Like, ah, it's ah, it's hilarious. But, uh, but I didn't really know what to expect going into this. What I did find really interesting that I didn't even think about, and I'm not crazy about it, if I'm being honest, uh, for those of you who've watched uh, Sherlock, the BBC series, you know, you find out that Enola, uh, Enola is brought into the fold for the last, uh, the series finale, and she's playing these, uh, almost acting like Jigsaw, you know, in that last, uh, in the series finale of Sherlock, and I thought it was kind of lame the way they did that, I, I, I have mixed feelings on the episode, but that's, that's for another podcast, but I remember going, huh, sister, that's interesting, and in here, after, so I guess this is based on a series of books. And I gotta say, this actually makes me want to read the books. This was a really pleasant surprise. I mean, I this won't be on my you know my best of or anything, but I, I really did have fun with this. I was like, oh, this is a pleasant surprise. So uh the movie, of course, as I mentioned, stars uh Millie Bobby Brown of Stranger Things fame as Noah Holmes. Her mother, who is played by Helena Bar uh Helena Bottom Carter, who is one of my favorite actress uh, actresses. I really don't think she gets enough credit for how great she is. Um, she's she's just delightful. But uh, she plays a... I don't think I actually ever say her mom's name. I don't recall. But she uh, is raising Enola by herself because they even say that when Enola is maybe five or so, uh, Sherlock, played uh, by, again, Henry Cavill, and uh, Sam uh, Claflin, who plays, Mike, uh, who plays Mycroft, I was trying to remember where I recognized uh, uh, Sam uh, Sam uh, uh, Claflin from. It was bugging the hell on me. I recognized him from that movie, uh, Their Finest, which if you have not seen it, highly recommend. It is absolutely delightful. Anyways, but they are, uh, she's raising her uh, by herself because, again, Minecraft Sherlock, uh, Sherlock have gone off uh, to start their own lives, and Enola is, it's really cool how the movie itself established it's really early on how smart Enola is, because I was kind of worried that Sherlock would almost be like a point guard, almost like giving her all these clues, and then she would kind of put them together, um, but he, you know, walked through 75% of it. I'm really happy that they actually show that Enola is an incredibly intelligent woman, that her mom is incredibly intelligent, and there's a point where they're talking about how uh, she's read every book. Uh, Anola's read every book in a, a 
uh, Frendel Hill's library. And I remember loving that line because it really does point to the fact she's read Joan of Arc. She's read all these, you know, different um, stories in uh, scientific books. They talk about how uh, she does fencing with her mom. She does hand-to-hand combat, like kind of like karate, how she does, um, you know, they're doing experiments or doing uh, archery, like how... Mrs. Holmes is really trying to treat her like a like a human um, Swiss Army knife, like or English Army knife. Uh, um, how she wants to have all these different skills she can apply to her life to go ahead and, and make herself her own person, and so she's not depending on a man, which is very clear. Uh, her, uh, her mom drops this line, like you know, always, um, always uh, be focused on your own journey. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, paint your own picture, Nola. That's what it is. Paint your own picture, Nola. Don't be thrown off course, especially by men. Like she, <laughs> she specifically says by men. I was like, I feel attacked. But I love that though. She's really trying to make Nola have this mindset of herself first, and I love that Nola does. But she does have a conscience. There is a point where uh, Minecraft. And Sherlock, they go ahead and come uh, uh, come to the house because Mrs. Holmes has gone missing. And Mycroft immediately, like, Sherlock kind of seems interested. Like, oh, you seem cool. Like, sorry we haven't talked in forever. But Mycroft is just like your, like, he might as well be calling her a ragamuffin every, <laughs> every five seconds. He's such a dick to her. And I think that's the thing that pleasantly surprised me, but it almost makes Sherlock too likable. Uh, because Mycroft is such a prick in this movie. I wanted to shoot him. Like, he's such an asshole. And I have to give Sam Claflin, uh, 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 pardon me, so much credit for that. Because he just grinds her gears because of the way he treats her. He's condescending to her. Any chance he has to be a condescending asshole to her, he takes. There's no point... Well, he takes the off ramp. He's just like, nope, I'm in full dickhead mode consistently. There, um, one thing that's really funny about this is that Mycroft, I guess, had been giving Mrs. Holmes money, um, for all these things. Like, like she thought, uh, she had like a watershed and that, uh, Anola had like a tutor and like all these different things. And uh, Mrs. Watson, and uh, Mrs. Watson, she's not in this, Mrs. Holmes. Uh, goes ahead and is just spinning it on really her, her and Anola, uh, probably on all these things you see here. And the the look of pure anger that, oh my God, a woman is being advanced way past what she should be on Mycroft's face. There's this, so Mycroft, there's a evil dude. I don't think they even said the guy's name, but he tries to kill Anola and this guy she runs into uh, later. Uh, honestly, the guy who's trying to kill her, he's not as big of a villain as Mycroft. Mycroft, <laughs> Mycroft is at every opportunity, even people he doesn't know, like, oh, uh, my sister Nola, I'm going to put her in line. I'm going to check her. Like, I'm going to send her off to this fucking boarding school where it teaches you to be, you know, teaches you to be a lady. Like, he, he is bringing this up at every fucking opportunity. Like, how much he just cannot stand her and how mother has failed her. It's like, Oh my god, it's like watching Frasier about the laughs. Like, I was really upset 
watching this shit. But honestly, it's a great thing. It's a great thing this movie got that much emotion out of me because I was just sitting here like, oh, motherfucker, like, stop being such a dick. Um, there's this, uh, the scene where they, they, uh, where they meet at this uh, train station. They, they flat out go like, oh, get the carriage. And Anola's like, we don't have a carriage. And so Sherlock waves this guy down to go ahead, you know, with a carriage. And Mycroft is so offended that they don't, he doesn't have his own personal carriage to go to the house. I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. He's so, he's so unbearable, but he's unbearable in the best way. Um, they end up, uh, Nola ends up escaping the house because Mycroft and Sherlock are going to send her ass to school. And I got to say, too, while I, Sherlock doesn't come across better than Mycroft, he comes across kind of like better like Benedict Cumberbatch does in 12 Years a Slave. Like, he's not hitting the slaves, but he's not really helping them. Sherlock has a point where he does go and talk to Nola at the school. And, and he just leaves. He just gives her the speech and walks out. I remember sitting there thinking... Man, are you gonna like help her? Or are you just gonna, <laughs> like you're just gonna okay, like inspirational speech, off you go. That's one of my few complaints about the movie. Because Sherlock Holmes, they establish early on in the film. And one of the things I do love about this film too is the the way it's told. It's very much told. Um uh Harry uh Bradbeer, who's a director, he works on Fleabag, so it makes a lot of sense. It's very much told in that fleabag style. Uh, Anola breaks the fourth wall constantly, and if you don't like fourth wall breaks, um, th this might piss you off. Uh, I, I I I hate that I have to say this again, but because I'm trying not to, I'm trying honestly not to bag on this movie, but this is what I wanted from Birds of Prey as far as the fourth wall breaks. I thought the fourth wall breaks were done very well. They're very charming when she uh, when she did them, and then impactful when they needed to be. Um, I I really I really dug. Um, I really, really dug the, uh, the, the, the four fall breaks and how that was used to enhance, uh, the humor at points. Uh, this guy, Lewis Partridge, who plays, uh, Lord, uh, Wilkesbury, Wilkesbury, uh, she's the guy, uh, she's the guy, uh, Anola ends up meeting when she gets on the train because she's running from, uh, Mycroft and Sherlock. And I gotta say, this guy is great. Him and uh, him and uh, Millie Bobby Brown have really great chemistry, and it feels it feels a uh, very um, oh uh, Shailene Woodley, Miles Teller in, in uh, the spectacular now. That's the best thing I can compare it to, like a comedic version of of, of that. Uh, I, I really loved I really loved their chemistry. It'd be interesting to see them in something else together. But um, he's very charming. He is very much playing the what uh, what you see a lot in action films as far as like the girl being the witty sidekick. He's playing that role, but it does work really well. And at no point when she starts to fall for him, because of course she does, it never feels, it never feels forced because she's resisting it like every second she can. <laughs> like it's, it's actually pretty charming. Like he just kind of wears her down. Like, come on. Like it's very much a uh, kite man uh, to poison Ivy. If you've seen a uh, Harley Quinn season one, like he just wears her down. It's it's actually cute to see. Um, as far as complaints about this, um, the villain, I don't think you even hear learn his name. He's just that shadowy figure who's wearing a weird hat, <laughs> and he, and you know he's just uh he's uh trying to kill 
uh, Lord uh, Thruxbury. The reason behind why he's trying to kill him is very interesting. I'm not going to spoil that. But that was a very nice twist as far as where they uh, where they ended up with that. I was like, okay, movie. I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, two other people I didn't mention. Of, uh, fi- uh, Fiona Shaw, who plays uh, Mrs. Harrison. Um, she's in uh, she's in Harry Potter. She's in the Harry Potter movies. Uh, why can't I think of her name in Harry Potter? Um, crap, that's gonna bother me. Um, shoot, I cannot, I cannot find her on Harry Potter. Oh my god, it's gonna bug the hell on me. Um, but she, she's great in here. She's really, she's really mean. She's the one who runs the school that Anola ends up at, and she has this scene with her that I won't even spoil. I think she is a uh, 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 Bernie Stone book. Bernie uh, Stone book. There we go. Um, I know if Alea listens to this, she'd be screaming. What? No, the name. Like, sorry, sorry, babe. But, um, but I I love the interactions with her and Millie Bobby Brown. They're very tense. They're very tense, and it does a very good job of reminding you that yeah, she is this incredibly intelligent, uh, very witty. A very resourceful woman, but she is still a kid. Like she is a kid. She's I can say she's fifteen in this, and it there are those points where things are happening. And it's just like oh, like it does get a little uncomfortable. Uh, not just because of the time period, but just you know because of the time in general. And it it's it's interesting to watch from that aspect. So I'm uh as far as a grade, um I really like I really enjoyed this. I. As I was sitting there watching it, um, I really love the way it, it, it wraps up, too. It definitely sets up for a sequel, which uh, apparently, as I mentioned earlier, this is based on a set of books. So I believe there's like three or four books. So in theory, they could totally do, you know, a, another one of these. I, I think they actually said that it might have already been greenlit so, or that it's very close to being greenlit. So I could I could see it happening, you know, and if they do a sequel, I'm, I'm totally game for it. But at the uh, at the end of the day, uh, this was a really enjoyable experience. This was a lot of fun. I think people are gonna enjoy this if you haven't watched it. It's a very good companion uh, companion piece to something like the Babysitters Club on Netflix. Like honestly, if you, if I wanted to have like a day, if I had kids and I wanted to have like a nice you know like go out some pizza and just hang out and watch some stuff. I would really do a double feature of the Babysitter's Club in this. Like, I think, first off, Babysitter's Club is an easy watch. You can get through that in a day. I think it's 10 episodes, 8 episodes, something like that. But it's really it's really cool to see that this uh, that this was as good as it was. And Millie Bobby Brown, I was really upset with her after that Godzilla film. But she she brought it in this. And I, I think everyone here is... Uh, is trying really hard and really does elevate the material, which I think is good anyway, but it makes it seem better than it is. Uh, I didn't mention uh, Adil uh, Akhtar. I apologize, sir, if I said that wrong, but he plays uh, Lestrade in this, and he's great. He's fucking menacing. He's just as bad as Mycroft. So I loved him in this, too. So I would give this, and I've been going back and forth in my head, I'm going to give this a B plus. Yeah, because if I'd seen this at full price, I wouldn't have been like, oh my god, that was amazing, but, but yeah, that was a lot of fun, I enjoyed that, like, I wouldn't have been over the moon, but I would have been pretty hyped getting out of theater, so, yeah, 
yeah, B plus. So everyone, have you seen uh, Noah Holmes? Let me know if you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like our page on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. That's R E E L Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real. That's R E E L O'Neill. And you can go ahead and listen, like, share, and subscribe. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts uh, Apple and Google Podcasts, uh, uh, Apple Music, uh, no, sorry, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, just to name a few, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support this week of the fifth. We are starting our real spooky series, our Halloween, uh, uh, Halloween stuff. So I'm gonna have a review up for blade. I'm so hyped to review blade. And, uh, also coming up, I'll have a review for, uh, for scream, which I haven't watched scream forever. Uh, Halloween town, the original Halloween town. Yes. The Disney film. And uh, some other stuff as well. I'm gonna watch uh, and uh, review the uh, original Halloween as well. So I'll uh, I'll have that uh, one for you guys too. But thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please stay safe out there. Wear a mask, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care.